And we're back with another episode of The Anarchist Experience, episode 161, a.k.a. season 2, episode 29, uh, coming at you this Saturday morning. As always, I am your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with... MC. And recurring special guest... Ron Santo. Oh, new new guy. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, and since we do this show as a call-in, uh, those numbers for you to dial are 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. That's 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. Uh, so what what is going on with you this week, uh, MC and Ron Santo? Is that is that what we're calling you this week? Bron Santo. Oh, Bron Santo. Okay. What's up, guys? Not too um, much, man. Well, prior to uh, hitting the record button, we were talking about some uh, interesting things about about the courts and uh, and and ways to uh, screw up the system or, or ways the system has resisted being screwed up by by making everybody go to jury trial. Um, Okay, so this is kind of a throwback to to my case um, uh, from a couple a uh, couple episodes ago, where I'm trying to get them to give me a jury trial um, based on their rules, right? Based on um, my my reading of their Sixth Amendment to their Constitution, um, and them telling me that no, 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 case law trumps the Constitution. Uh, and and Bron Santo, uh, you were saying something to the effect, uh, "Yep, case law trumps the Constitution." Uh, so so, please tell me how. Yeah, so uh, I guess over time there was a at the be in the beginning uh, of the Constitution, <laughs> there was a lot of people who didn't want to be part of the Constitution. They simply did not think there should be a federal government. So what happened is that they just started suing the federal government. You, we think that now there's a lot of frivolous lawsuits, but there was far more when the country was first founded. Their their basic goal was to sue the government out of existence, just to clog up the courts with all these lawsuits to the point where it wouldn't be able to function. So the first thing they did was to declare this concept called sovereign immunity, which means that you can't sue the government unless they agree to be sued, right? Like they, they basically need to give you their permission in order for you to sue them. And so a lot of agencies do this for some things, but they categorically, they just invoke sovereign immunity for other things. So that's the first thing they did. Um, then over time, there was a lot of people like you who still had this view that the government was not legitimate. And so they de- they kept demanding a jury trial for, for anything, like a fine, um, you know, anything at all. They were demanding a jury trial. Okay, stop so B- before you go. Before you go on, to be fair, it's not. I you're right that I do find the government to be illegitimate, but my reason for demanding a jury trial is not because I find the government to be illegitimate. It's because it's within their rule set to give me one. Right? They say you must follow these rules. I say okay, let's follow the rules. Here's the rules, and now let's follow them. Right? And then they go, no, no, no. Those aren't the rules. We've changed the rules. Here's here's the new set of rules. And then I say, well, wh- when were those written down? Because I don't see that on my, you know, in, in the Constitution, the copy of the Constitution that I'm holding, I don't see that new set of rules, right? I, I only see the rights that I'm entitled to, and I want to exercise that. And they, they're saying, no, 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 we, we changed that one, but it, we, there's no amendment. We just changed it. 
But so if and and I would claim that that's what makes them illegitimate is because they don't even follow their own goddamn rules. Right. Okay. So please continue with the with the changing of the rules. Yeah. So over time, what ended up happening was that they passed. Well, because of all these people who were just demanding jury trials for everything, like even, you know, a really small fine, they were saying, no, I'm not going to pay that. Uh, Let's go to court. Within their rights, based on the Constitution. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying they were wrong. I I agree with that. But what the government's response to that was, was to say, you know, um, actually, we don't think that you deserve a trial by jury above a, you know, beneath a certain amount. So in all criminal cases, you are entitled to one. But uh, originally you were entitled to one. But they even said, like, with civil cases, uh, you, are, you aren't, in fact, t- entitled necessarily to a, a jury trial. And then, and then they, they started changing the, uh, like, how many jur- jurors actually have to agree. So originally it had to be unanimous, right? Every single juror had to agree that you were guilty. Um, over time, that ended up leading to people getting away with a lot of shit, right? Because if you only have to convince one person, then you're probably going to get away with it. So, I'm a big fan of jury nullification. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then they started reducing it to like 10. Some places I think it's like 9. So if 9 agree and 3 disagree, then you're still fucked. And uh, so actually, in, here, here's the thing, and it's, it's different from state to t- state. So in South Carolina, if you get a, st- a ticket, even a speeding ticket, uh, you are, in fact, entitled to a jury trial. So that's still on the books, and you can still do that. But in a lot of other states, you're not. And the Supreme Court has ruled on this and said, yeah, uh, states are allowed to not give you a jury trial that the Constitution says you can have. So, yeah, they just made up a rule and they enforced it. Okay. So... And, and again, so coming from that angle, right, then, then I just really go piss them off, right? Because I go like, you have these rules. I'm trying to follow your rules. You're changing the rules and not – you are re- restricting my rights. You are limiting my rights based on the rights that you've given me, right? I'm entitled to a jury. I'm entitled to a trial by jury, right? So just because someone else in the past has done something, you know, vaguely similar to what I'm doing – uh, how did that take away my right? And that would be my argument. And then, the, you know, then it's, then it's the lose win, right? Like I'll, I'll lose the court battle, but it'll be a demonstration, uh, you know, of, of how corrupt the system is. Um, and I think there was one case that I actually won because they forgot to like, the cop forgot to bring the evidence. Um, but I, I basically like, I went in and I said, I'm not going to participate in your kangaroo court. Please proceed. And then I just sat down <laughs> and they did all their rigmarole and like, would you like to cross examine? Like, please proceed. Like, I'm not, I'm not participating in your kangaroo court. And then, the, and then they forgot the evidence in the evidence locker at the police department. And like, I was, I walked out of there. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, that, that's I, yeah. People like you, man, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I mean, I, I can't do that because I, you know, I have obligation, family obligations and shit like that, but. I'm I'm secretly cheering you on in the background. I, pr- 
I appreciate that. I, I lead by example, man. Like I can't, you know, it's, it's one, like, I, I don't know if I've talked about this, but it's one thing to say like, you know, I'll never take a plea and don't take a plea and fight the system and do all this. And then as soon as they offer you like a, a sweet deal, you go ahead and like, okay, plea out, plea out. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not worth the jail time when leading up to that, you're telling everybody else. Yeah. It's worth the jail time. Totally worth the jail time. Right. Like, you know, be, be, because I'm not a violent offender um, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't care enough about that kind of stuff. Like to me, I've always looked at jail as like a vacation, right? Because, right. you know, d- d- despite, despite the fact that the food's not great and the bed's not, you know, a hotel comfortable bed, the fact is I don't have to fucking wake up in the morning and go to work and bust my ass and do hard labor all day long, you know you know, 10 hours a day, six days a week, right? I get up, I eat, I go take a nap. I get up, I eat, I go take a nap. I watch some TV, I take a shower, I go back to bed, right? Like it's, it's, you know, aside from the quality, right? It's definitely a restful experience, right? Read some books, you know, play some games, play some cards, you know, I'm not, I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered by the confinement. Did you know that in Japan, old people are, uh, you know, getting in stealing things and intentionally getting caught. Yeah, petty so crimes. Can, yeah, so that they can go to jail where they have free health care, uh, free food, free room yeah. and board. Yeah. And this is like a growing problem in Japan. Like they're actually doing this. Yeah. I've seen I've seen the article. I go see they're doing it right over there. Like I'm you know if if I if I ever if I ever get to like retirement age and I, I have failed to secure my retirement properly. Totally going to do it. Right. <laughs> you know, I'd prefer a Japanese jail though. They're kind of nice, clean and whatever. I mean, you know, pick your, pick your poison. I mean, you, you know, go, go to the state with the nicest jails and like, you know, uh, <laughs> soft rob a liquor store there, you know? I mean, yes, it's a violation. It's an AP violation. But again, you pay, the, you know, you, you make your atonement after the fact, which is the the, yeah. the original point of that entire debate, which we won't get back into here. But yeah. Oh, so well, I, as far as your court case, I, I just came across something. So it, here's what it says about jury trial. Most states constitutions also grant the right of trial by jury in lesser criminal matters, though most have abrogated that right in offenses punishable by fine only. The Supreme Court has ruled that if imprisonment is for six months or less, trial by jury is not required, meaning a state may choose whether or not to permit trial by jury in such cases. Under the federal rules of criminal procedure, if the defendant is entitled to a jury trial, he may waive his right to have a jury, but both the government, prosecution, and court must consent to the waiver. So, like, you even need their permission not to have one, but also they can take away your right to have one. Right. So I'm. That's that's the next level of the fight, right? Because I didn't read that anywhere in in the Constitution of the United States, right? You're talking about rules and regulations and case law and all this other nonsense, and I go where where and when? Like, what amendment amended the Sixth Amendment that guarantees my right to a jury trial? Yeah. Well, all they're going to say is that, you know, this is how we have interpreted the Constitution, even though it goes against what the Constitution actually says. Yeah. They're going to say, well, this is uh, we this is how we interpret that. Right. Because the, the, the Sixth Amendment doesn't say 
uh, in criminal matters where the penalty is less than six months of jail time, you know, your right to, it says in all criminal matters, it's the word all is in there and the word criminal is in there and the word matters is in there in all criminal matters. And so I asked my public defender, I'm like, is this a criminal matter? He's like, yes. I go, all right. It says all criminal matters. This is a criminal matter that totally fits within, you know, the, the concept of all. Um, and so I'm, I, I, I'm going to go pick up, um, his case law on Tuesday and, and then right here's, here's the old, here's the old switcheroo since I don't think he listens to this podcast. Um, I have all these citations from the, the, we are change.org page where they have uh, Supreme court rulings, right. That say, I don't need a license to drive on the public roadway. There's like four pages of, of citations there. So I'm gonna say, well, if case law trumps the constitution, then here's case law. Here's, here's all the yep. cases where I don't even need this. Let's just you skip know, all this nonsense. Yeah. It's, I, I, mean, no. I heard you say that on the, that could work actually. It's not going to work. It's not going to work, no. but it's, it's another, it's another like hurdle, right? Like this is your game guys, right? You say, I don't get it. I, you say, I, I'm not entitled to a constitutional trial by jury because it, the, because case law trumps the constitution. And I go, well, here's case law, right? Like pick your poison, right? Either give me my trial by jury or follow your own damn case law. Or no, that, see, this is, see, this is a kangaroo thing. court and I, I will not participate. If you are citing case law, which the prosecution is not familiar with, like if, if let's say they didn't spend that much time on your case, which they almost certainly have not. They don't. Right. They didn't, they didn't really look into it. And but you're they citing will. case, right. If you're, but if you're citing case law, they're going to have to say, well, uh, we're going to have to postpone this for a later date so we can look into this and you are going to be dragging it out if you do that. Yeah, Absolutely. Like my, they're not going to be prepared at all. You know, they're, they've not invested any time into your case. I assume the the process. No, because I what what I know of the prosecution office, right? Because of how many cases they have to go through, they they have like a boilerplate, um, a boilerplate uh, trial system, right? You you go to trial. You put the officer on the stand, who's the state's only witness. You ask them these list of questions: What's your name? Where was blah, 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 who calibrated the thing? Do you have the calibration test? Blah, 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 right? It's all, it's all the same questions. And then if you're lucky, you can trip them up on cross-examination. And so, you oh, know, yeah, the, yeah. It, but, but it's, but because it's so boilerplate, you have, you personally, or your, your attorney or public defender has to be really good at the cross-examination because the officer doesn't have to do anything special and the prosecution office doesn't have to do anything special because the judge, because of how many of these, you know, they, they process through, right. will side with the prosecution's office. If they answer these questions in the proper order with the proper answers. Yeah. I've, I've actually defeated two cops in court, um, doing exactly what you said. I, I didn't impeach the witness, but I did, uh, I did make it so that he they couldn't prove the claims that they were making. Like every they did like a mass trial, so it was for public intoxication, and this happened twice, by the way, in the same fucking city. Uh, I, me and my cousin uh, were arrested for public intoxication, but the, he didn't take a breathalyzer. He didn't do a field sobriety test. He didn't find any actual alcohol because we had, uh, well, we may or may not have ditched it. 
<laughs> in any case, <laughs> in any case uh, we went to court and everyone prior to us pled guilty, you know, as the sheep normally do. Yep. And I was I was the very first one to go out. I went up before my cousin and, I, and he's like, you know, how do you plead? I said, you're uh, not guilty, your honor. And that was like, OK, boom, we're moving to a bench trial. So I was like, and so the cop gave his account and I said, I was like, your honor, uh, where is the actual evidence that we were ever drinking? Is is there any evidence aside from this officer suspecting that we were drinking? Um, and then he he was look. You can see that the judge was that actually weighing the the evidence, and he's like, eventually he's like, uh, well, I'm gonna have to side with the defendant. There's just a lack of evidence, <laughs> and this happened twice. Yeah, he just he couldn't he wouldn't produce any evidence aside from he he just thought we were drinking. He he thought we were intoxicated. That that was his case. Yeah. See, I, I got busted once for um, selling cigarettes to a miner when I was working at the gas station. And so they brought in the miner and put the miner on the stand. And the very basic question is, can you identify the defendant, the, the person who sold you the cigarettes? And the miner went, no, I cannot. And, then, <laughs> yes. and they proceeded onward anyway, right? They And so, you know, b- before oh, crossing... They proceeded onward. Like they asked her questions, like, you know, uh, what what cigarettes did you ask for? How much money did he give you? How much change did he give back? You know, so they 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 continued their line of questioning with the minor, and then when it was my turn, uh, because I don't know procedures, right? I just I just know what I want. I go like, um, since she was unable to identify, can I move to like dismiss her entire testimony? <laughs> yes. Right. What they but, say, and the judge goes. Well, why would you want to do that? Because she couldn't identify you. So her her testimony um, doesn't identify you, right? And I go, all right, whatever then, you know. So I sat back down. Um, and then, then this is how the judge snookered me on this particular occasion. Because then she goes, well, we're not going to throw the testimony out. But even though she couldn't identify you, it was more likely than not you, you know, based on everything else. So guilty. Right, I went. What kind of bullshit is that? I I asked to throw it out to avoid this very scenario. You denied it and then used it against me. So that was you, you, know, you might have you could have won that on appeal, but that would that takes time. And yeah, I don't. I I've never gone. I this is one thing I've never gone through the appeal process um, because I don't care. Like when, when it, once they come down with sentencing and it's like a fine, I just walk out and I don't pay the fine. Right, like. What 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 do I care what the record says if they get no money from me and I don't have to waste any more of my time? Yeah, that's what my brother does. He's he's never actually paid a fine, but he doesn't. He's not like an anarchist or anything. He, his view is like, well, I'd rather just spend this money on something else. You know, like it's just yeah, it's really that simple for him. Yeah, and I don't. I would. I there's a, there. Well, there's obviously many things that I would rather spend the money on. Um, but you know, number one is not giving it to the state, right? Like that's, that's been clear from, you know, almost get go day one ish, if you're into that sort of thing. Um, and that, that, which is why I've had, you know, I, when I was more actively doing stupid stuff like this, um, the, the prosecutor came up and said like, we know you don't pay your fines. We like to make you a deal. Right. And I, and I said, well, make it payable to charity, cut, cut the fine, make it payable to charity. And we'll deal, you know, like, you know, the, the, the one time I was going to accept the plea deal because, Hey, let's see what, you know, let's, the prosecutor's already on his heels, right? Let's just make this easy. It's, it's never about the money. 
right? It's about not giving the money to a, to the state. And then the judge threw it out. She wouldn't allow, she wouldn't, ex, the judge wouldn't accept the deal that I made with the prosecutor. Mm. So I'm like, well, screw it then. Let's go. So, so we go to trial, right? They find me guilty, of course, and then they don't get any money. So they got zero money. The charity got zero money. I walked out of there and, you know, I shrugged my shoulders at the prosecutor and like, all right, ta-ta, see you later. And that was it. Right. So, you know, the, the judge in all her like, you know, glory of trying, trying to stick it to me, stuck it to everybody because nobody got paid. Wait, so, so they don't issue a bench warrant if you don't pay your fine? No. What do, what do, what do they say? They don't say anything. Huh. I didn't know it worked like that. I thought if you don't pay your fine, they eventually, they issue a bench warrant. Nope. Cause if that oh, were, wow. if that were, if that, that were the case, I'd have a bench. I'd be arrested every time I got pulled over and every time I got a ticket. And that it obviously is not the case because huh. so even you, after, so even after the, pay fines. yeah, you, you, okay. So here's, here's the thing. Cause I don't want to throw that out there for people who think you don't have to pay fines, right? <laughs> you don't have to pay your fines. There are absolutely consequences to not paying your fines. Um, the only consequence that I've experienced so far is they put a stopper on renewing my driver's license, right? But I haven't I haven't had a, a valid driver's license in over four years. I've only it's only become an issue twice, um, and the first time I fought it and won, and the second time I'm in the middle of fighting it, right? So if if, if you're wow. not con- if you're not concerned about your driver's license, who cares about the fine? What can they do? They can't do anything. Right, they and it, you know and it might be different in different states too. So yeah, but in in the the reason I was going to contact the ACLU and I st- I'm still open to that. Right, depending on how all these other motions and stuff gets filed, um, is because it was it Virginia they they fought the ACL the ACLU fought for citizens in Virginia uh, based on stoppers placed on driver's license. Um, for the ability to pay the fines, right? Like poor people going like, we just can't afford to pay. And now they're taking away our driver's license too. But our, our ability to drive, right? The, the, the license, you know, basically says like you're capable and skilled enough to handle this automobile, right? Cannot be based on your ability to pay fines. That that's a whole separate thing. Um, so if, if it if it goes further here, then that's when I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to get the the local ACLU involved here, um, to say like no 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 they, they the reason I don't have a license is because they put a stopper and the reason they put a stopper is because of the fines, and the fines have nothing to do with my ability to operate a vehicle, right or or drive a car, or it's, you know, it's hard to get I I've tried to get ACLU it's really hard for to get them to take up your case right but it's but but. In my case, there's already ACLU precedents in another state, right? Like they fought this battle elsewhere already and won, and I would be the one taking up the mantle here. Now, if they say no, well, then, you know, screw it, right? Then I just, I go back to what I usually do, which is not pay and move on. Um, No, guilty, you know, jail. All right, uh, take a couple weeks off of work, go hang out for a little bit, get some rest, you know, get pumped up. And then come back out, you know, rested and relaxed. You, you know, I I actually have a very similar experience to to what you did once. Like I was trying to get my son's passport from the post office because uh, we were we were going to Vietnam, and so I go there and I, I first I read about all the case law and the or not not the case law, but just their own guidelines 
on the procedure. And at some point at the end of it, you're supposed to swear an oath of, uh, that says that everything that you're saying is correct. But in the text, if you read it, it clearly says that you have the option to swear an oath or affirm what you're saying is true. I mean, that those words are specifically explicitly in there that you have to be given the option to affirm. The reason for that is because of the First Amendment, which protects religious freedom. If you go to Matthew 534, Jesus explicitly says, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven for it's God's throne or, you know, by by the earth for it's its footstep. And, and you know, he, he gives an explanation for why you should never swear oaths. Uh, okay. So I, I use that, you know, as, as my fundamental basis. I said, okay, well, Jesus said not to swear oaths. You're saying I have to. You don't have the legal authority to, to tell me that I have to swear an oath. And your own guidelines say that. So explain all of this to the post office lady who uh, it was basically dumbfounded by what I mean, typical bureaucrat, right? It's like she's yeah. probably done a, a thousand passports in the past. As far as she's concerned, I'm just being a difficult person and trying to make her life miserable. She didn't understand a fucking word that I was saying. So it's weird how this happened because I wasn't being hostile or confrontational in any way. I just was explaining to her like, you know, no, I have the I have the right to affirm. I, I don't have to swear an oath. And she's like, no, if you don't swear an oath, you're not getting this. I was like, uh, well, no, that's not true. And, and so like she just throws up her hands and walks away. Then uh, so the postmaster, I guess, takes comes there and i'm like i try to explain to him and he's like well uh the, the cops are on their way i'm like what so i try to explain to him that like no you're just completely wrong about this like you you have you you cannot legally even do what you're claiming to do and yep. so the cops get there uh he ends up printing them off the same guidelines which i was explaining to them which clearly says that i have the right to affirm the cop says, well, he said this is the reason why you you can't affirm. And I'm like – and I pointed like, look, do you see that word right there? Or And it says comma or affirm, comma. I mean, yeah, but did you find really, the case law? Did you find the case law where they removed that right for you and then said like, no, 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 no states no. don't have to? So, so they absolutely cannot, right? Like they, it is illegal in every every state anywhere in America – to require someone to swear an oath, the the exception being uh, for the U.S. military. Uh, so, it, or actually, the oath of office too. So, you know, if you happen to become president, you still have, you have to swear. An oath. Uh, but besides that, they legally cannot uh, do that. But in any case, they they cited the guideline which explicitly contradicts their position, and the, and uh, so and I pointed that out to the cop. He's like, hmm. Well, like he agreed with me, but he's like, well. Basically, here's what's going on. The postmaster has more or less supreme authority over the post office, this post office. So he can kick you out for any reason. So they 86 to me. I contacted like the main post office in D.C. or whatever. Like your only recourse, apparently, I didn't know this. Your only recourse is to contact the postmaster general who's nice. uh, appointed by the president. And, you know, you, you contact his office and they told me like, yeah, they, they are not supposed to do that. Our own guidelines say that you have the right to affirm. And I was like, so what are my recourse? They contact ACLU. They wouldn't take it up. Contacted my lawyer friend, John Carroll. He said, uh, you know, the, the post office doesn't have any money, so we're not going to sue them. But, you know, I'll, I'll type up a letterhead or whatever, telling them to cut it out. 
So what I what I ended up having to do was going to a different post office in Kahului. So I'm still 86 from that post office in Lahaina. Like Permanently? I actually can't go like, there. Wow. Well, as far as I know, I've I've not been unbanned as far as I know. Well, did uh, did you get a letter banning you, or was it just you got kicked well, out no, that was, one day? Well, it was trespassing. So eight, when you get 86, if you come back, because I've been 86 before from like hotels, and if you if you come back and they find out that you've been 86 already. Uh, you can be arrested for that for trespassing. Yeah. Well, my my so, trespass order was only for a year, so. Oh. Okay. There, yeah. There, there was a that. there was a time limit when I got eighty sixth. Oh, that's good. So I, I guess I can go to that post office. But maybe you got to you got to read the order. You got to read the trespass order to see what the time limit is. That's what. That's all I'm saying. Uh, well, what happened is I went to the Kahului post office. This time I'm coming in with a fucking GoPro camera because I said, well, if my if my rights are being violated twice. I want some video evidence for that. So I came in with a GoPro, uh, told the girl that basically the exact same thing. At first, she tried to make me swear the oath, but then, you know, she's looking at my camera. And she's like, "Okay, okay, you know, uh, uh, you, you can affirm this too." So I actually did end up, you know, making my own life miserable in order to prove a point and not swear an oath. And so I ended up getting my son's passport in that way. Nice. You don't have a passport. You don't have a passport office on Maui, because I just went down to the passport office when I got mine. No, I the post office is how I've always done it. Like for all four of us. Really? All right. I didn't. I didn't know there was a passport office. Well, now, now that now that you're on the, the the you know the the futuristic island here, the the main island here, <laughs> there's there's a passport office, and you, you you make an appointment and you go down there and you get a passport. Oh. I actually have been there. So one time I was going to Bali with my friend and he had an expired passport. Did you know that you can get a fucking passport in like 15 minutes? That's impressive. Like we went, I got yeah, we mine in there. three days, but 15 yeah, minutes we, we is were, impressive. So we, we were the, we, we were flying out that fucking day at like nine or 10 or something. And so we had to go, we had to fly to Oahu, stay in a hotel next to the passport office uh, or close to it. We took an Uber and we got there. We were the first ones there. We came early, and we told them like we we have to fly out of here in like an hour and a half. Um, and they ended up fifteen minutes later. My friend got his fucking passport. It was I was remar- I was like, oh my god, I cannot believe that the State Department moved that quickly, or or whatever they are. I don't know what they are. Yeah. Well, I I I paid for the expedited expedited one, and like I I went in on a Thursday, following. Uh, which followed by a three-day weekend, and then I got my passport the next Tuesday. So it's basically like hmm. two business days if you exclude like that, that's you know. that's quick too. But I didn't know they could do it like fucking yeah, fifty minutes. minutes. I mean, that's I'm, like, I'm sure there's pro- I'm sure it's because you were the first ones there and they weren't busy that day. Oh okay, yeah. You know I what I mean? Well, we had we had called and confirmed this before, like, and and when they told us that, we we were like. Well, this seems like bullshit, but we have to try, or else yeah. you're not going to Bali. <laughs> and I've talked about this on the air before too. Like I wasn't even going to do it um, because the 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 reason I needed a passport was not for international travel; it was for another reason. Um, and so I, I I called in advance. I said, "How important is it that I get this passport?" And then the 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 manager said, "Not that important." I went, "Okay." And I, then I call up my buddy. I'm like, all right, dude, send me a picture of your passport because I'm going to design my own, right? I don't, I, don't, I don't need your United States passport. I will, I will make my own free market passport card thing. 
So that was that was my original goal. And then my other buddy said, like, I called the passport office. We can get it in, you know, we can get it in less than a week. And then I'm like, well, keep me posted because I'm going to design my own. Um, and then when he was able to get his, like, very quickly, I went, all right, screw it. I'll, I'll pay the 200 bucks and go get mine, too. So it was like, you know, mm. I, I paid for the I, I paid for the expedition of it. Um, and it was just, you know, it, it was a matter of convenience at the time. And like, I didn't, I didn't care enough. Like I, I use the passport now, um, because I don't have a valid like state ID because my drive, like I said, my driver's license is expired. So it's, it's become useful in certain situations. Um, but I don't really, you know, I've never used it as a passport. Like there's no stamps on my thing. Hmm. Well, you know, you can buy, if you go to the Big Island, there's an office where you can actually buy a Kingdom of Hawaii passport. Yeah. <laughs> They're charging people money for it. See, but even that, it, I'm, I'm calling bullshit, right? Because as an anarchist, <laughs> as an anarchist, I'm swearing allegiance to no kingdom, right? I don't need your permission to travel. I don't need the Kingdom of Hawaii's permission to travel. I don't need, you know, the, what is it? Uh, and, uh, well, man, what was Libertopia is that the one in in by uh, uh, in Connecticut Slovakia no oh that one okay liberal liberal I don't need a liberal lamp I don't need any of that right like I don't you know that's that's not that's not the world I want to live in I have one um, you know as not not as a passport but like I said for for other reasons that I don't need to get into on the show. Um, that, that they said like, yeah, you should probably get a passport. And I went, all right, I'll just, I'll, I will go through that process because I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on a bigger picture here. And that is like a very small detail, um, as part of the bigger picture. So I'll just, I'll just go ahead and suck it up and take care of it and not worry, not worry about like the moral and ethical ramifications of it at the time. Yeah. I, so I think pe- people like me and, uh, uh, Matt, Matthew are more likely to just say, fuck it. Uh, I don't, you know, the state makes it so fucking difficult to stand your ground that sometimes you just have to bow down and just fucking do what they want because they have the power. Yeah. And, and, and again, I want to be clear. In my case, it wasn't a, it, it was so not about bowing down to the state. Like I, I got zero trouble over it. You know, I went down to the, the health department. I got my birth certificate. I already had my social security card. I walked over to the passport office. I filled out the forms. I paid the money. It was like it was it was, it was no state hassle, right? Like I, there was, there was no fight to be had with the state at all and no yeah. fight to be raised on my part. Um, because it was, it was inconsequential, right? It was, yeah, yeah. to, to me, to me, it was like paying the sales tax at the store, right? Like I, I mm. could bring that shit up every time I want to, you know, a, a packet of M&Ms, Right. Like, ah, oh, this is bullshit. And you guys are just revenue collected. Like I could do that, but it's, it's so it's inconsequential. It, yeah. yeah. It's not worth it. And, and so for me, the bigger, the bigger picture at the time for me made that $200, you know, expedited passport. So inconsequential that I wasn't, I wasn't willing, there was no fight to, there was no reason to bring the fight to them because they weren't bringing it to me. Yeah. Well, well, that's, that's how it is for me. Like I, if, if I do not have a passport, I simply cannot leave the country. It's it's impossible unless I like build my own boat and fucking sail somewhere and go there illegally. They will not even let you on the plane without a fucking passport. You cannot yeah. go to another country. So so don't say impossible, right? Because there there's plenty of illegal immigrants here and yonder. Mm-hmm. 
where well, like you I know, said, if I, if I build a boat, you know, and yeah, sail to somewhere. Or fly domestically first, right? Just you know, land on oh, a yeah, larger yeah. landmass, and you know, when when, when they're <laughs> so, when they're chasing the Mexicans north, you just run south without anybody looking, and all of a sudden you you're, you've expanded your opportunities <laughs> greatly. Yeah, but they they're going to make it extremely difficult on you if you don't have a passport. So I'm saying, and there's yeah. certain places I couldn't get to at all, like uh, you know Japan or something like that. Yeah, with without a, without the boat, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you know some some sort of transportation, but I'm, but my my only point is that when I when they said like you know you need the passport and I said I'm gonna make my own, I also said, you know even if we go somewhere, right, you guys will get in a certain way, and I will get in a mile down the road and meet you somewhere, right? Like you know there's there's enough illegal crossings going on where I'm pretty sure, you know, with enough ingenuity and imagination, I could find my way to cross the border. <laughs> it's also, and here's the thing, here's, here's the thing that, that gets me regarding, um, my particular experience with the reason why I need the passport. And it, 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 it made, it made my head explode at the time. Um, and I contained that explosion because again, focusing on the bigger picture at the time. Right. But, but you know, so they, um, I've shared I've shared a similar experience before where uh, I, I I was having a conversation with my boss um, about my driver's license right like he he wanted to move me move departments um, from from what I was doing to you know uh, a more office based type of job but uh, because it's real estate I need to like go show houses right like I I'm not I'm not the agent I just show the house right like here here's where and I put up the signs and all that other like assistant nonsense right mm, okay. And he's, and, and he goes, I go like, I don't have a driver's license. And he goes, well, how, how are you going to get to the locations? I'm like, I'm going to drive. He's like, you can't do that. I'm like, I drove here. Like it's, it's clearly possible. And he says to me at the time, right? He goes, that's your problem. Your limiting belief is that you don't need, you think you don't need the state's permission to do things. And I go, no, you've got it backwards. Your limiting belief is that you do because I do things all the time without the state's permission. Right. And I get away with it like 99 point whatever percent of the time. Um, and so when it, when it came to the issue of the passport, you know, they, they said like, we, we had you guys all get your passports because passports create liberty. Now that you have this thing, you are free to travel about the planet at your will, right? Wherever you want to go, you are now free to go because you have this piece of paper with the state's seal of approval on it. And my head explodes. Yeah. I mean, you motherfuckers got it backwards. Now you are less free because you now need permission <laughs> to go anywhere, right? Without that thing, you can do what you want because that's what liberty is. Like your ability to do as you wish, when you wish, where you wish. You don't need that little piece of paper to travel. You just go, right? And if we've learned anything, is that there's an infinite number of ways to get where you want to go. And that little piece of paper and that little plastic card should not impede your progress. And so you're teaching the exact opposite lesson, right? Your limiting belief is that you need this piece of paper to travel the world. And the reality is you don't. You just need imagination and ingenuity and off you go.
Um, but at, again, at the time, I didn't speak up. I didn't say anything because not my fight. At the time, not my fight. Now that it's over, I can make it my fight, and we can have the conversation. And I'll, you know, I'll express it on the show, and I'll have it in person and whatever. But you know, at, at the time, not my fight. So I don't want to get into it that way. Yeah, I think what it comes down to is whether or not you're willing to uh, accept more state into your life or less. Like, uh, if, if you fight the state, it seems like you're going to invite more of the state into your life than if you just go along with their their little fucking games and, you know, get... Like, I'll give you an example. When we were living in Vietnam, we we were there on a tourist visa the entire fucking time. Like, uh, they were good for three months. And all we would do is just leave the country, go to a different country every three months, and come back and get a new visa. Now yeah. I could have just said, you know what? I don't want to. I don't. I would just want to stay here. I'm. I'm not gonna. My visa expired, but I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna leave. I'm, I'm not leaving. Legally. Yeah. Yeah. But that's gonna invite the state into my life. Then they're gonna fucking come after me. They're gonna come to my apartment, bang on my fucking door, say, "Where's your papers?" Uh, and I don't want that, you know, I don't want more state in my life. Like it from, in my calculation, do playing their little fucking game means I can have less state in my life. Understood. Right. It's, it's, I, I'm going to compare this to like, to Stefan Molyneux's world of farms, right? You, you are free. You are free to graze about the farm as long as you don't try to leave the gate. <laughs> yes. Right. That's right. Yeah. Like you are, you are limited to where you can go and what you cannot do because the state has imposed those limitations on you. Right. And, and your, your response, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with your response, but your response is, well, it, to, to avoid the state, I'll follow the rules. Right. So you no longer get to do what you want. You get to do what you want within the confines of what they say you can do. Right. So you want, you want to, you want to stay in Vietnam. You got to leave Vietnam and come back and you got to leave Vietnam and come back. But if you just want to stay in Vietnam, you can't do that. Right. That's, that's, that's their, that's the state restriction on you. Right. And you know, so, so there's people, there's people like my dad where he goes like, no, no, I'm, I'm fine with all the laws because I don't want to do those things. Right. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to text and drive. I don't want to smoke marijuana. You know, I, I don't want to hire a prostitute. I don't, you know, all those, all the vice crimes, right. I don't want to mm-hmm. gamble. So those laws don't bother me. So right? nobody should be able to do it because I don't want to. But it's, it, he doesn't claim that nobody should be able to do it. He's just saying like those, those laws have no impact on me. Right. So he doesn't mm-hmm. even get close to the fence. Right. He's like grazing in the middle of the farm. Right. But the people, the people that like want to graze further out or want to push the limits or want to get outside of that cage or outside of the fence, right? Those are the people that bump up against the state because those are the people that want to be more free than they're allowed to, right? If, if you want to be less free than you're allowed to, the state is not a problem for you, right? You, you, you live your life completely how you want to live it and you never bump, bump up against, uh, you know, any of the authorities, I don't want to go faster than the posted speed limit, right? No problem then, right? You, you have no issues to worry about. Well, I would say I, I'm one of those cows who will go outside of the fence sometimes, but if I see them coming with the cattle prongs, my ass is hauling ass back to that fence because I know what's going to happen if they catch me. Yeah, and I and I I would never, 
I'm not going to fault you. I'm not going to blame you. I'm not going to call you wrong. I can empathize and sympathize with your position because unfortunately, that's the way that most people live their lives, right? There, there, there's no pushback for more freedom because the individual consequence is so great that it's not worth it. And, there, and because of that, there's no collective effort to push back. It's, it's, uh, was it Ben Franklin well, quote? You know, we, we, we must hang together or for sure we will all hang separately. Right. If, if yeah. one guy pushes, if one cat, if one cow, you know, pushes up against the fence, you get the cattle prod. Right. But if the whole herd rushes the fence and breaks through and scatters, you know, right. Like just poof, gone, you know, stampedes out. It's a lot harder to cattle prod all or individually or even get the herd back. Right. It, requi- yeah. Yeah. it, it, it unfortunately requires um, a collective effort to fight back against the collective. Oh, no doubt. Like if, if everyone was doing this, yeah, I, I would for sure, you know, but yeah. I, I think what's going to just happen is I'm going to be the one who gets cattle pronged and the other cows are going to look at me like, uh-huh. yeah, right now, right now that's the case. But in, in my case, right. I, I will take the cattle prod to show you that an attempt can be made. Right. And, and for that brief fleeting moment, I get to graze outside the fence and I get to run free outside the fence. And, and will they come from just that? Sure. Not just that. It's also some cows are looking at you and saying, Hmm, did he just leave the fence? What if I left the fence? That's why I do it. That's like I said, I lead by, I lead by example. Damn the consequences. Um, pisses, pisses my girlfriend off. Um, but at, at the same time, uh, you know, if, if you look at my Facebook profile, uh, one of the under, I think it's under like employment or whatever. Um, I, I, I have been given the title, the night of arduous virtue, uh, by a buddy of mine for that very reason, right? Like I, I, I do what is right or I do what I feel is right. I do what I think is right. And I don't let anything impede that for the most part right and 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 the way the reason i say for the most part is because if you want to call in and call me a hypocrite for paying sales tax and paying gas tax and doing all that shit then i will accept that hypocrite title as well right well every every moral system draws the line somewhere like imagine we it was the case that like the punishment for uh not paying these fines or whatever was death you know, like, uh, um, I think most people would fucking pay the fine, right? If, if we lived in a totalitarian society where I was like, you either fucking conform or we're going to kill you now. Yeah. You know, I, I think most people would be like, well, we're fucked, so we just got to do what the state says. Most people would pay the fine, and yet I'm, I'm a, a big fan of the live free or die model, right? Not in every case, right, which is, which is why I'm still alive. Uh, but, but if, if, if the, if the penalty is death for a moral act, right, I would, I would still do the moral act right yeah. right now. Right now the penalty is like, you know, fines I don't pay and jail time that I haven't spent yet. Um, but if they, if they said, if we catch you driving without a driver's license, you're going to be executed on the spot. Right. Then I, I would have already been executed on the spot because that's, Ooh. Th- 
that is not That's the really- motivating factor. You know, it's funny, like, uh, I draw the line, too. Like, like no, so normally, my normal personality is this. I generally avoid fights and confrontations. Um, if, let's say, I'm, I'm filming uh, an argument and someone says, you know, what the fuck, you know, why the fuck you filming me? And, and you know, uh, I'll, I'll generally walk away from that, that kind of situation and, you know, it, it run if, the, if they try to get me. But there's one exception to this rule. If it involves politics in any fucking way there's some switch goes off in my brain that says i'm going to stand my ground right here no matter what and i'm willing to murder someone who tries to stop me like i will continue filming i will not leave and i will continue arguing with people if if it if it involves politics in some way now petty personal shit i'm avoiding fights like the plague but yeah. if anyone threatens my right to free speech in any fucking way, in any fucking way, it's going to be a problem. Like you're you're going to have to physically stop me because I might some switch went off in my brain that says no. I'm willing to take this all the way to the end, like to the point where one of us will be dead. Yeah, which which is why I'm not going to die on the hill of like sales tax and gas tax. <laughs> right. I mean, there there's. There, there are better fights to be had and fights that I'm better at winning. Right. And, and mm. to, you know, now, now again, could we all die on the hill of, of sales tax and gas tax? Yeah, we could, right. Every, every, there, there could be a boycott, right. There could be a refusal to pay uh, the sales tax. There could be, um, you know, I, I would, I would, it, it would be, it would be a stretch to justify um, but I would say shoplift items, right? Equaling the amount of the sales tax that they charged you for, for what you did purchase, right? You know, a- including at the, at the, you know, we go, go to a, go to a gas station that has a mini mart, right? And whatever, whatever the gas tax happened to be, just go grab that amount of stuff and leave, right? That, that, you know, you're, you're not supposed to have to pay that. Like that would be, I, I could justify that, right? I could see, I could see and understand a justification for that. Right. I, yeah. you know, I, uh, I work in a restaurant, um, and I, I think I told, I don't know if I'd talked about this on the air or not, because it was, I, it, it, it was a kind of an epiphany moment for me, um, to get your tax back from the restaurant. You just take it out of the tip, right? Like the, some, the, the, some lady came into the restaurant and the server was like, her math doesn't add up, right? She like, she, she, there was like the, the, the total, the tip. And then the total after the tip, the total with tip that it, it didn't match, like the numbers didn't match up. Mm-hmm. And I went, and so I thought about it for a minute after the server left and she Whoa. came back and I went, check to see if she calculated her tip based on the subtotal, right? Like she didn't, she didn't include tax in her tip percentage. And she, the server came back and was like, yeah, she did. Like, so, so she calculated her tip, not based on the tax that she had to pay, but based on the meal, the price of the meal and mm-hmm. then tipped accordingly. Right. But at the same time, if, you know, if, 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 if the sales tax, if the sales tax, well, sales tax in Hawaii is like four and a half percent, right? So if it's four and a half percent and you would typically tip your server 20%, you just reduce that down to 15 and a half percent every time, right? That is, that is your way of saying like, no, you, you server would have gotten more, but your company charges me extra on top of what their price is. So if you want that extra, you know, go, go collect it from them. Um, and it would it would it wouldn't be of any benefit to just to just write the numbers, 
right? But leave a little explanation as to how you came up with that number. Right yeah, there, well, we just do the we do the taxation and stuff thing. Like we'll just write that in, and then just do. We always do cash tips because we both waited tables in college, so we, yeah, we know how it is. And we just say, you know, oh, we're not. You don't have to report this tip to anyone. You know, yeah, this is, this is you. We're not tipping the government. We're tipping you. See, and I I cross out the word tip and I write cash gift. It's a gift. It's a gift for me. <laughs> it's not a tip. I'm, there, there was, there was no, you know, there was nothing prompt about anything. It's just, it's a cash gift from me to you. But, but, but if I don't tip, right, if the service is so bad and I don't tip because I've done that, I don't have a problem doing that, right? Like that's, that's, that's part of the deal, right? You get tipped because you provide good service and your tip is commensurate with how fast your kitchen produces my food and how well you keep me served, right? Like that's, that's the, that's the deal. It's not you don't you don't guarantee your tip because the because the restaurant's paying you less than minimum wage. That's BS. Right? So you, you have to perform in order to get tipped. And if you don't perform, you don't get tipped. However, if I don't tip, right? There's always a note that comes along with it. Zero, and here's why. Right? Because the 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 feedback mechanism number 1 will explain why you didn't get tipped, but also may help you improve your service so that the next time next customer or me if i come back right you know how to improve which is equally important right it's it's if you don't if you don't tell someone if you if there's no reason backing the why you did something then you just leave people hanging and they don't there's there's a mm-hmm. lack of understanding then they're speculating they're trying to figure out this customer is an asshole why do you do that well it's very clear it took 45 minutes to get a salad right <laughs> can't waste you wasted 45 minutes of the time to give me a salad that took me five minutes to eat Right, we could have we could have wrapped this up in ten. We've got a tip, but now now you're paying me for the time you wasted of mine. Uh, the, you know that's 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 the way I would do it. So you know, so do we want to do we want to have you know a sales tax, gas tax, you know uh, type of protest? Sure, but how do you do it? Right, and the the only thing that I can think of and justify off the top of my head right now um, would be considered shoplifting. Right. It's the dilemma we had before. It's like, what if, what if your only recourse would be deemed illegal and the state would come after you? Right. Well then, you know, then, <laughs> then, then you're setting yourself up for a whole nother fight. Yeah. Hey, I'll, one, one, one thing real quick. Would you guys be willing, cause I've been wanting to do this for a while to hand out FIJA papers, which is a fully informed jury association on the courthouse steps and film it. Like before every court, like before, you know, trials are beginning, just just hand out these papers to potential jurors and, and anyone who walks into the courtroom. Dude, you should come do it at the Kanye White Court because that's where I'm going to end up with trial and hopefully a jury trial. When? When, when is I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, okay. I think no, my, I'll my do next. That. Fuck yeah, I'll do that. My next court date is, I think, May 31st. Um, but again, the, the likelihood is they're not going to give me a jury trial, but it would be fun, um, to hand out papers in, in Kaneohe. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the guy who, the Fija founder, he ended up going to jail for doing just that. Um, and it, they basically said he was like intimidating witnesses or, you know, some yeah. fucking bullshit like that. Witness tampering, witness intimidation. Yeah. I mean, they're full of shit. They just didn't want people to know that they don't have to do what the judge says. Now the nice thing about the Kaneohe court is it's it's kind of it's number one it's a small court, um, and the entrance can be accessed via the public sidewalk, 
right? Like if, if they, if they say like, you're not allowed to be on, um, on, on court property, the sidewalk is right there and you can still see people coming. Yeah. So what they did with that other guy was saying that like within a certain perimeter, which was undefined prior to that, they're saying that you cannot do it within that radius or, or whatever. Okay. So, but I, you know what? Let's try it anyways. I don't give a fuck. You know, if the cops um, come and say something to me, then I'll I'll leave if they ask me to. Now we, we can discuss this off the air because I I will definitely have scheduling conflicts, um, just based on my work schedule. But there there are days that I get bonus days off, right? Like sorry, 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 bud, Rich, we got we got nothing for you today. And I go, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the gym, play some video games, and watch TV, and that's all I do on my bonus days off. So if, it, <laughs> if I catch if I catch a bonus day off, and you have pamphlets, you know, ready to go, and you you know, if if the stars align and you're either able to take off or don't have to go to work, then yeah, we can drive down to County Way Courthouse, hand out fights. That would be fun, man. I'm telling you, it'd be fun just to see what happens too. I'm again, I'm not I'm not saying no. Okay, cool. You've yeah, been quiet, yeah, MC. Are you about about still there? Jury. He's not here. Yeah, figure not. Uh, I had my mic on mute so you wouldn't it, hear the, the fans and everything going. Uh, I'm um, here. Okay. Just checking because I know like we've been go we've been prattling on. Um and we're kinda getting to the end. I haven't really heard anything from you. So did 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 you have any thoughts um on, on anything we covered or anything you want to add or anything like that? I've I've heard it before, actually, most of it. So, okay, yeah, fair enough. Anything else you want to get into in the last couple of minutes here? Um, I'd like to talk about virtue signaling libertarians, but we could save that for next time. <laughs> Dude, Tom Palmer. I, mean, I, 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 I met him before. Virtue signaling is is fine, I guess, if you have good virtues but um <laughs> i guess it depends what it is right well no i mean like i'm talking about like the the ones that are trying to make it more mainstream by like you know like the the crazy anarchists we're, we're not like them you know i i want to differentiate myself from those wackos and it's like well you know that if we were to have a logical and rational debate you would lose because you know you agree with me it's just that you don't want other people to know that you believe that. I've all I've always said like the 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 liberty movement, right? Since since they don't also don't like the word anarchist, right? And and of which I'll include myself because why the hell not? The the liberty movement, the anarchist experience, the anarchist movement, however you define those terms, is a spectrum, right? And everyone mm -hmm. has a role in on that spectrum. And so I don't have a problem with celebritarians doing what they do. Um, I don't have a problem necessarily with like in the system activists and, you know, uh, and what they do. I don't have a problem with the civil disobedience people and what they do. Um, my role uh, or the, where, where I see my role in, in the grander scope of the movement is to be so far out on the extreme side of the liberty issue, right? That anything on anything else on the spectrum appears to be moderate, 
right? So, so you, you can scapegoat me all you want and say like, no, 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 we're libertarians. We're not like that anarchist over there. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you can get more people onto the spectrum, um, by doing so, then so be it. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, I I generally agree with that. I'm just saying, I don't like the way they disparage, you know, things that they know, they know that this is the correct position. I mean, you can't have been studying the philosophy of liberty for 10 years and not have figured this out by now. Yeah. Even, I mean, I don't, I don't want to throw him under the bus, but even Ken, right. Ken, our, our, our good friend, Ken Schoolin, right. Doesn't use the word anarchist because he knows it scares people away. And that's not his role. His role is yeah, to not he, be the anarchist yeah. professor. But Ken never disparages anarchists, is what I'm saying, right? He never, like, attacks, you know, like, he, he just doesn't use the word. But he's yeah. not, like, actively, you know, opposed or, or trying yeah. to signal to people that, you know, I'm right. not like those fucking wackos. Right, but that's not his role. But if, if, if that's your sales strategy, right, is to say, I'm not like those guys, I'm a moderate libertarian... And that moves us further down the line toward my extreme. Scapegoat me all you want, man. Like I don't care. I can handle it, right? There's a true, yeah, yeah. There, there yeah, you know, the, the 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 world needs bad guys, and I don't mind playing the bad guy, right? I've I've been the bad guy, you know, uh, being on the on the right side of things. I've been the bad guy being on the wrong side of things. I am comfortable in the bad guy role because I know that if you, if you get someone on the spectrum and they go like, I don't want you to, you don't be like that anarchist guy over there. And then they come have a conversation with me. I'll move them way past your part of the spectrum for good or for bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how I generally look at it too. I just have been getting irritated lately with a lot of, a lot of libertarians. What it's 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 funny because it comes from a wrestler um, during his Hall of Fame speech a few years ago, Scott Hall. If you're familiar with that guy, and I loved I loved his like closing remarks in his speech. Then Wait, work- Outsiders, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, is that? Yeah. Or no? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to watch. So okay. he said what? he he closed his speech with with this little mini poem. He said, "Hard work pays off, dreams do come true." Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. So I, I will be the bad guy. I, w- I will be the anarchist bad guy forever because I will push the limit, push the bar on that extreme, and I will virtue signal the hell out of that extreme. Right? You know, we, 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 can, get in, we can get into the debates of like the lewdest, crudest vices that you can think of, um, and, and I will be on the... the the weird but morally righteous side of things all the time as the knight of arduous virtue final thoughts yeah bronze santo um no i think i said everything mc afk (laughs) i'm good thanks all right all right that'll do it for us then thank you very much for listening everybody you guys know where to find us anarchistexperience.com Facebook.com slash Anarchist Experience. If you want to join in on the discussion, uh, get to the show prep that we didn't get to this week. Woo! Uh, we do that in the groups page, Facebook.com slash groups slash Anarchist Experience. And if you want to contribute to the show financially, we do that through Patreon, Patreon.com slash The Anarchist Experience. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Peace.